healthcare vote up in the air, they're saying. Yeah. Of course it is. They'll say that until the vote, and then we'll find out it passed. Mark my words. It that is how pass. I feel. You know, uh, it just seems to happen that way. Now, I don't know if that means it gets through the Senate. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, not necessarily, uh, but it might. It might. It might. But the rumor is uh, they were talking about how basically they can get, get it through the House like this with all, getting rid of the regulations. Mm-hmm. Then the Senate will say, well, if you get rid of those regulations, we're not going to pass it. So then they'll t- put the regulations back in, and then the House will be like, all right, fine. That was one Would of that the- surprise anyone? No. And there he is, uh, the one person I trust in all of Congress, uh, Mike Lee on CNN right now, talk, probably talking about this. Yep, um, the lone voice. Yeah, the lone voice. I mean, the, the sole voice of reason left. I mean, the Freedom Caucus is supposedly standing strong, but you, they got to get some of those guys if it's going to pass, right? They've got to get one or two of them, pick them off. There are supposedly 25 that aren't going to vote for it in a block, and uh, I'll bet you they pick off a few of them, and it passes. Yeah, they don't have to do much. But they do it. They, they don't have to do much. And, and uh, again, like, if you are one issue away from voting for this, uh, then they're going to get you. They are. Because they'll give you, I think, I think give you Trump will you give them anything. Yeah, he will. And, I mean, he, I, like, they, they rejected initially the, um, the pre-existing conditions <clears throat> thing. Um, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually. Like, you can't violate one of Trump's promises, probably. Like, if he says, because he said he was going to keep the pre-existing conditions. Um, but if if you go out uh, go out in this, I mean, I, Trump cares about probably three things in the bill. You know, I, mean, I, I think he thinks I want it to not be Obamacare. I want it to uh, be something that I did, uh, and I want mm. to not overtly violate one of my campaign promises. It's no more. I guarantee you, it's no more complicated than that for him. Yeah, for him, he's not thought he's not thought this through. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. The guy's butt stupid. He, do, he doesn't know. <laughs> this is where we are today, isn't it? <laughs> yes. This is where we are today. Right? Yes. Just in case, in case you're I'm wondering. I'm in a bad place, aren't I? I'm yeah, in a, a bad little place bit. Today. So can, you, we go, can we delve into something I think is, is important? Because mm-hmm. yesterday, uh, Jeffy had a tough day. He did. And we kept asking, Jeffy, what's wrong? What's what what wrong? can we do to help you? Because mm-hmm. there's something going on. And you did ask. You. And I think we, by the end of the day, if you look at Jeffy today, you can tell he's, he's, he's Seems better already. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we obviously, not, we obviously solved the problem. <laughs> really? Not a chance in that. Not again? No, we solved it. We solved it yesterday. I think oh, we, okay. I think he we just doesn't it. want to give us any credit. Right. Cause, cause we he's, solved it. Cause it's he's a, solved. He's it's a bastard. Um, but, uh, he's fine. Today, well, thank you. Pat has... You're thank you. You're welcome. Okay? You're welcome. I'll give you credit then. You solved okay. it. Boy, thanks. You're you welcome. guys should do that Why for a living. Why are you still talking? You guys should do that for a living. I know thank we do. You. We do it for a living. That's so what we th- do. You're welcome. Half of this show is, a, is, is just therapy for Jeffy. We're just constantly improving his life. And that's the way we look at it. By the way, that is Jeffy. Or the, the lovely How many is? Thank uh, you. Jeffy. Hey. My, right there. My question is, however, <laughs> today, Pat's maybe a little perturbed. Uh, mm-hmm. And this might go back to uh, some conversations you've been having mm-hmm. uh, with uh, people that you know yes. uh, who are very fired up about the political issues. <laughs> uh-huh. and, and you're not there. No, I'm not there. My brother is vis- was visiting this week. He, he just left last night. Uh, they went back home, he and his wife. But uh, they'd been visiting for the week from uh, Washington State. And last time I saw him, uh, you know, it was in the political campaign time. And, and he seemed to be, like, at least not a huge Trump fan. Mm-hmm. But since the election, I mean, something has switched on in him. <laughs> and now he's this big Trump guy. And so anything against Trump, he's all fired up about. 
And so he's, you know, asking me about this bill, and I'm trying to tell him it sucks, and uh, I don't want it to pass, and Trump is a bad guy. <laughs> I'm just going through all this stuff. <laughs> Wait, what did that have to do with the bill? Just, nothing just additional yeah, on top nothing, of that. Okay, nothing. it just uh-huh. it just came out too. I, I just wanted to let him know, you know, that he was wrong, uh-huh. and. Uh, <laughs> So, I, I don't know. I've been hearing this all week. I've, I, and it's, it, maybe it's just now. And what was your answer? I mean, just <clears throat> other than disagreeing him on, on, on policy. Uh, what? Any, to any question he would ask, I don't care, was my answer, pretty much. I don't care. What are you watching Fox News for? I don't care. Well, are you really watching Fox News again? I don't care. Can we turn it to anything else? I'll watch the golf channel if you want. I've never played a round of golf in my life. I'll watch that. (laughs) I will watch curling on the Canadian Broadcasting Company channel. Whatever, but let's not watch Fox News. I, I will say that this, I had this, a very similar thing happen. Uh, my uh, father-in-law was in town, um, who I love. He's a great guy. Uh, but he uh, just really hardcore into watch, wanna watch, wants to watch Hannity every night and wants to watch Fox News. And it's like, I can't no knock it. on any of those shows. No knock on Fox News. They're doing what their audience wants them to do, I'm sure. I have zero oh, interest in it. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't, I just can't motivate myself i don't yeah. have any rooting interest here because i don't like the policies i don't like uh i don't like you know obviously i'm no no fan of trump but i mean if he, you know gorsuch for example i i i like right and i, I would like to see the coverage of that um, yeah. however i don't feel any reason to trust these uh, some of these i had no because- interest in the in the hearing at all because i mean uh, once i thought i saw he was fine he's reasoned he's smart and uh, he sounds really good, and he, he's pretty conservative. I was fine with it. I didn't want to watch the rest of the process. Yeah. I don't want to hear what the Democrats have to say about him because they're morons. Yeah. And I don't care what they say about him because uh, he's going to be confirmed. And so that's a moot point. Um, but I think, you know, while we're kind of I'm in a bad place right this minute, I think overall we're kind of in a good place because we're to the point, And I think all of us are there now where like Glenn can go on a show that's hostile to him. And they'll introduce him like, uh, so we've got uh, Glenn Beck, the one, the man who once called Barack Obama a racist, and the man who is on an apology tour. He's got a lot of repenting to do because he single-handedly tore this country in half. Glenn! And he'll be like, yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> This is so true. He's and like, he'll be like, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. well, what, yeah. what's your first so, question? Uh, is there a question in that? I haven't heard the question yet. <laughs> yeah, that is really where <laughs> you it is. Know? And I'm kind of there, too. I'm like, say what you want. I don't care. Whatever. It's Go like ahead. it's very. I feel the very similar way when, when people will you know, contact us, tweet us, email us, and say, hey, you're being too mean to Jeffy. And I say, <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't, I don't care about your criticism. I don't care. Uh, I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Uh, especially, it's weird, especially when they're his family members. But I just still say, I, yeah, I don't really, I don't really. Well, care. Usually, his family uh, members are saying you're not being mean enough to him. That's and, true. And I don't that care about true. that really either. Because no. no. you know, like, we'll um, be as mean as we feel like being. Yeah, right. Um, you right. know, and I think I think the yeah, overwhelming majority of people think we're being too nice to him. But I, I really, either way, it doesn't matter to me. It doesn't influence me. No, uh, I really don't care about politics right now. Um, and, and I don't. Like, I just don't. I, I was saying this off the air, and this is a weird thing to uh, to talk about because. We're on a show which we talk about politics a, mm-hmm. a lot, um, and I, I am interested. I'm interested, and I said this about the election too. But I'm interested in politics, kind of the way I'm interested in the NBA, which is like, 
generally speaking... You might check the score at the end yeah, of the game, but you're not going to watch the right, game. I'm not going to watch the whole game. Me too. That's how I am um, with, the, with the Gorsuch thing. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to check and see if he got confirmed, but I don't want to hear the process in the between and like, at all. In my mind, I've had a connection with the NBA over my life. Like, I don't have a favorite team, though. Like, I, you know, I, I'm in Dallas Did you ever? now. Not really. Um, I've, I've always been, for whatever reason in the NBA, I've never latched on to a team. Like, I, you know, I've, I've rooted for teams in certain periods. I like watching certain styles of play more mm-hmm. than anything else in, ba- in basketball. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I, I, I you know, uh, there's times, in the 90s, I liked the Denver Nuggets uh, for a while because when I... they scored, like, 180 points yeah, a game. because Paul Westhead was coach. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I liked, uh, you know, <laughs> the, Knicks, the Knicks heat battles, like... I took a, a side with the Knicks on that, and I really wanted the Knicks to beat the Heat and, and win that championship against the Rockets, which they did not win. I'm sure you were probably well, actually that was before your Houston days. That was so before Houston, didn't, so you didn't I probably I care didn't about want that one. To win. But like, I, I didn't. I was never a Knicks fan. You know, I was never yeah. like I. You know, and so I uh, I don't have that connection. That's how I feel about politics right now. Like, if 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 I'm on at a bar, or if someone comes to, and talks to me and says, "By the way, do you see Dirk scored uh, this thirty thousand point?" Like. That's, that's amazing. I watched that particular game. It was an interesting thing to watch. I could talk about basketball. I like basketball. But I don't... There's no inner stirring passion of like, I've got to go see that game tonight. I've got to watch this. Now, there'll be moments, and I think the same thing will happen with mm-hmm. Trump, in that like, I will have real rooting interest. Um, you know, like if the Cleveland Cavaliers get anywhere near the championship, I will be uh, passionate in my opposition to them winning it, um, because I can't stand LeBron James. Um, but... Really, there's very little uh, for me right now. And mm-hmm. it's very similar to how I feel about with the, with the Trump thing. Like, I, mm-hmm. when he does good things, I'm happy. When I see a good play in basketball, I'll, I'll watch a highlight and go, wow, that was amazing. Yeah. When he does bad things, I, I don't really get that affected by it because I don't really have any my, – my hopes are so low. Uh, so, you know, if, if the season doesn't go the way I want to go, like the Mavs this year, I've got to, you know, loosely like root for the Mavs. And, but like the, and the fact that they suck this year, eh, it doesn't really affect me all that much. And like you said off the air, <clears throat> even if this, if this bill passes, I mean, you know, you knew they were going to screw it up anyway. Yeah. At least we'll get a tax cut out yeah. of it. Uh, right? I know. We'll, well. Get, we'll get 3.8 or 4% knocked off the top of our taxes. So good. I mean, that's, there's something there. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's a, a bad way to feel about a bill like this. It is, because but I just have no faith in them doing the right thing. Healthcare costs will continue to rise because yep. this is a and, crappy bill and it will pay for the uh, will pay more than 4% on the other side of this. Yeah, and like but I think like people You'll get a quick little immediate gratification out of it. I think people will be hurt by this bill. Mm, they will. Um, but they're they being will. hurt now. Right. I think my guess is and my belief is that they'll be hurt a little bit less, um, which is good. Um, I, I think, you know, the, the tax burden coming down would be positive. The, some of the regulations going away would be positive. But I don't think it's going to be a dramatic difference. And again, this is a gigantic move. To No matter, I, you could talk to whoever you want about this. There is absolutely no way to justify that this move is anything other than a far move to the left since 2008. Now, you could say it's to the right from 2016, <clears throat> And I, and I can say that. That's just Overton Window but stuff. It's just Overton Window City. And it's like the, the Republicans in a million years would not have proposed this Two plan in 2008. stinking years ago, Stu, they passed something a hundred times better than this. But why did they do it? Because they're cowards and they knew they wouldn't mm-hmm. have to answer for it. Because they knew Obama would, would not sign that bill. He'd veto the bill and, and go did. back and they don't have a veto-proof majority. Mm-hmm. So they did something cowardly this time. 
that they really don't believe in, but they did it anyway because they got to do something, and and they're going to pass it off as a half ass thing, and and we're going to all suffer for it. Yeah, and and look She's at this. Sick of it. Look at the, the truth here is everyone's like, well, why don't they pass the conservative bill? The conservative bill, uh, what they passed in 2015. I've said it myself, uh, mm-hmm. and and it's true. Compared to today, well, that's a real conservative bill. You know what it is compared to 2008? Flat. Right. Because that, it's just bringing you right. back. That's not what I want. My, want. my desire is something more conservative than we had in 2008. There were conservative proposals that were floating around in that era that would be much, 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 much better. It's just not going to happen this, now. But it's not going to happen. W- yeah, look at the Overton window here. We're saying, uh, let's say, on a, you know, we're at uh, 2008, we're at a five. Uh, as far as conservative liberal balance, there's huge government uh, involved in 2008. Barack Obama moves it to an eight, and now they want to move it back to a seven. Think of how far we've gone on on so many different topics. Because like 2008, uh, nobody, there was no way that same-sex marriage would occur. Now, same-sex marriage is so familiar to us mm-hmm. that nobody gives it a second thought. Nope. Now we're we're being told that women with penises. Are women? Uh, they're not. <laughs> we got a story here about this uh, person, Riley. Do we do we have this in the prep? I don't know the transphobic thing. So. Okay, good. Then I'll I'll go ahead. This is and, a new one. Yeah. I'll go ahead and rant about it for a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, this feminist, who's a guy, uh, Riley J. Dennis. Um, what was his name before? Uh, Justin. Justin. Okay. So he's trans, I guess, but I, he hasn't had surgery. So essentially, biologically, he's a man, he, but he disagrees with that. He's going so far as to say that if you are not attracted to women with penises, you're transphobic. That if, you, if you're not willing to date them, you're transphobic. This is how far the Overton window <laughs> is being opened. Jeffy approved by Riley oh, Dennis. Good. <laughs> but yeah, that is an amazing Overton window, right? Come on. Well, this used to happen with... In society, eventually you've got to say, okay, no, that's crazy. If you have a man unit, you're a man. I'm sorry. I don't care how you feel. I mean, it's sad that you feel a different way, but the reality is that you're a man. And you can't be a man with a vagina either, okay? You can't. I'm sorry, that's just the way God planned it. Now, if you you go have a surgery, then we'll talk. Jeffy wants to show his computer. Uh, Come here for a second. No, no, thank you. (laughs) No, thank you. This goes to like, when we talk about this, and and, and just to finish up on this topic, this has happened uh, recently um, with race, where they'll say, um, hey, if (laughs) you're not attracted to this beautiful black woman, then you're you're a racist. racist. That's Um, true. Which is, again, like the sexual preference goes one freaking way. If you have a (laughs) if you're a person who has a sexual preference that doesn't include whatever protected group you're talking about, you you hate that group to of that group. But if you if you are a guy and your sexual preference is is other guys, then then that totally makes sense and is completely. uh, And look, I don't care who the hell. I I really don't care if this person wants to come on here and blab about how they think they're a woman and they and but they've got man junk. Whatever. I, and I you bring up race. <laughs> it's the same thing I feel positive. We're back to being dead. It's okay. Yeah, I'm just dead inside. And you brought stuff. up race. I, I, that's something else that I, I, I forgot to mention was that, by the way, you can be white and think you're black and people will accept you as a black yeah. person. Mm-hmm. I mean, how insane is this? 
How ridiculous is this? If there is a creator, don't you think he's looking down with a little bit of dismay at what's going on here? How dare you say there's a creator? <laughs> you, you anti-science monster. Uh, I mean, I created this site. Is that what you're No, 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 please don't. No, no, no. no, no. Uh, but I mean, it's funny because here we are talking about this as if we have no passion about it. I mean, I think you can tell we, uh, we do. Um, but I think the, the ability to be able to suck out whatever... Uh, bias, not bias, but rooting interest you have helps you in these situations. And, it certainly and helped it's, me. It's how I'm getting through the, all of this, yeah, you know, I, through the Trump years. A, I, a, I don't care right. in, in many ways. Uh, and B, uh, there is an element, no matter what, uh, uh, that's internal in human beings, where you go through this situation where you, if our, our guy won and Ted Cruz was president or something like that, there'd be our initial inclination would more likely be to try to find a way to make, give him a break. And I don't have that at all with this guy. What I have with him is, uh, I'm just looking at what he does. I, I, don't, I don't have a rooting interest. Yeah. Whether he's good or he's bad, I don't care. And you know, one of the most freeing days for me in the last 20 years of my life was the day after the election, November 9th of uh, last year, when Donald, it was apparent Donald Trump is going to be the new president. The only alternative for, in reality was Hillary Clinton, but it was Trump winning. And I thought, you know, I felt a lot like this in 2008 when Obama was elected. Yeah. And I didn't think we were going to su- survive that period, B- at least not as a capitalist society. But we did. So we'll survive this, too. And that just, that just took the weight off my shoulders. And now, you know, while I... I don't want bad things to happen, but I know they're going to, and we'll survive it. So it's just oh, difficult it's kind of to get through now. them. You know, we need to talk about your brother watching, you know, Fox News and stuff. I mean, my father-in-law, I, mm-hmm. I'm not kidding him, and he watches Fox News, Fox Business. Once in a while, stops off on some of the off news channels, you know, MSNBC, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, I walk by there or sit down for a minute. I can't. Yeah, I just, yeah, I mean, that's really difficult uh, because, is. especially when you think that they have a rooting interest. MSNBC has a real rooting interest well, against uh, against Trump. Uh, you know, and uh, Fox, Fox is has a propaganda arm of the Trump. I sit yeah. down, I try, and I, I can't. Yeah, no, I mean, because and like just the, I don't know. I mean, we were look. This is a show uh, that went on CNN headline news, basically telling everyone that cable news sucks. <laughs> Okay, like that was basically the theme of our broadcast, and it worked. Uh, and it worked well, uh, you know. And that was really how we went into it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know so it's not all that shocking. I was sick of it back then, yeah. um, but it, you know, the more and more you get on, it, it, it feels less and less as if it's a real thing. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. less and less like there. Hey, this pro- program passes or it doesn't. Is there a real effect? Well, yeah, there will be a real effect. However. It's probably going to suck either way. We'll survive it. Uh, and we'll survive it. Yeah. Uh, what, sh- what you uh, may be passionate about, and, and we probably should be, where this is something you do care about, I think, uh, that your current phone carrier, if you're not using Patriot Mobile, is using your money to undermine your beliefs. They're spending tens of millions of dollars to get conservatives out of office and donate to Planned Parenthood and all those things. You might think, well, I, somebody's going to do it, but it doesn't have to be your money that contributes yeah, to those Pat, causes. Pat, and look, as I said, I <clears throat> certainly care about these causes and everything, but the problem is I'm not going to go to some rinky-dink phone company that can't give me the service I serve. Yeah, I, I, you I, shouldn't. I want. But you don't have to, because Patriot Mobile, Stu, offers nationwide talk and text, high-speed 4G LTE data. 
you know, all the same stuff everybody else has Mm -hmm. at lower prices. Yeah, but the issue here is they're going to say it's some conservative organization. They're going to they're going to they're going to help or whatever. But I I would like to choose. I mean, I don't have any. I have no voice. You can choose. Yeah, they they let you choose. So, like, if you wanted to go to the NRA, they'll send up to five percent of your monthly bill to the NRA. So it's. You know, it's everything you want. Look, but the problem is, I have a contract. Oh, no. it's, a, it's a long contract with one of these companies. I'm not going to pay all the money. How much? I mean, it's like five hundred dollars that yeah. I have to pay. Yeah, well, then you're get, set because they'll give you up to five hundred dollars to get you out of that contract. Yeah, but what about my phone number? Yeah, I'm not changing your it. phone number. Keep it. Keep it. What about? Well, what about nationwide uh, coverage? Right, but what about sporting conservative values? Well, what about that? You know what? The activation fee. I will not pay. Is that pay the deal acti- breaker? Is I will that a deal not breaker? Oh, pay crap. to activate a phone. Then I will not do it. Here's what you do. You enter the promo code patent stew, and they'll waive the $35 activation fee for you as well. What? Have we addressed every issue? Uh, well, no. Had? How am I going to get it? I don't have a website. Okay. I don't have a phone number. Uh, 1-800-APATRIOT. That's what you call. And they, they spell it out that way so that you'll remember it. 1-800-APATRIOT. Or go to patriotmobile.com slash patent stew. That's patriotmobile.com slash patent stew. You all right now? I think so. Okay, good. La, 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 la. Pat, we talked about the uh, the the my Patri- uh, Patriot Mobile thing just a minute ago about how uh, money is going to flow uh, to liberal causes with your phone bill. You should go to Patriot Mobile uh, mm-hmm. instead. Right. Uh, the the Koch brothers are kind of in the middle of the same type of thing. They are saying basically this is interesting. Yeah, it's it's it is. This uh, might help. For multiple I mean, reasons. You, you talk yeah. about making phone calls. To your congressman, I don't even, no, don't do that. Call the Koch brothers and tell them. (laughs) The Koch brothers, though, have a way. We're not going to donate to you if you vote for this bill. Yeah, they're going to withhold millions and millions of dollars if you vote for it. And they're so, they're they're saying, um, they're saying, uh, it's because it's America, it comes from Americans for Prosperity. Who pays your salary? Uh, It's Americans for Prosperity. Who pays your salary? I will never be able to see that organization any other way than <laughs> that dumb Chris Matthews interview. Um, but Americans for Prosperity president. What's Tim- that? <laughs> <laughs> Who pays your salary? <laughs> it's a conservative organization uh, looking for free market solutions. What's that? It's, it's, Who well, pays your salary? Well, it's Americans for Prosperity. What's and I just, that? No. Who pays your salary? <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, that is honestly one of the most insane. Mo- the only other moment I would put in the same category as just in a really crazy moment no, was say. you do. I think so. Uh, uh, Jim the, Dement uh, started the recession. Oh, okay, it wasn't the same thing. <laughs> that the exact- Jim Dement started the recession. <laughs> started the recession. Uh, yeah. Every was- time I hear Jim Dement's name, I can't help but think that <laughs> yeah, Jim Dement right. started the recession. The recession. All I can think right. of. <laughs> Some of these things really are effective. Um, however, yeah. uh, Jim Dement, of course, won uh, in a landslide yes, in that election. He did. Um, so conservative uh, billionaires, uh, and I, again, they're really not conservative billionaires. Uh, David, Charles and David Koch they're are... They're only economically conservative. Yeah, and they're, they're socially liberal. They're generally speaking libertarians. However, we've pointed out times before that they were like raise, for raising taxes and stuff, yeah. oddly. Yeah. Uh, if anything, they're moderates and maybe lean left. Super moderates. Certainly lean and left on a lot of things. That's why it was so <laughs> weird that, that Harry Reid glommed onto him and talked about him every day as if they were uh, conservative Satan himself. And 
they're not. I mean, they're like-minded with with him on a lot of things, on a like lot of abortion, things. and mm-hmm. you know, he had a hundred percent abortion record from from Planned Parenthood and others. A lot of times, I mean, Nayral, mm-hmm. Nayral. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's crazy that they they make them out to the, be the uh, conservative boogeyman because they're not. Because when they do interviews, they they say all this stuff. They're yeah, like, they we're do. Actually, for X Y Z, they are not for government they're intervention and wildly much misunderstood. Anything. If anything, if you want to put them near a category. It's just a straight libertarian, like a, a, a libertarian party libertarian, which is not like Ron so, yeah. Paul or Rand Paul, which right. is more of a conservative libertarian, but more of a libertarian that that is you know pro-choice. All the all those pros that they were, yeah. um, and uh, and and I look, I think it's I actually generally speaking like their influence in politics because generally speaking they're they're fighting for. Uh, smaller government, and and even in times I don't necessarily agree with the exact way they're applying that. I think generally speaking, it's positive. But we're like they're not Trump at all. I mean, uh, they're nothing even close to them. Um, conservative billionaires Charles and David Koch um, are backing a last million minute million dollar gambit to try to push. Republican Obamacare replacement bill into oblivion. The effort against the bill will hold millions in campaign donations, but will only release that money to Republicans who vote against the replacement legislation that Trump's has, has backed. And, and like they'll say, this is the same thing. People are like, uh, "You're buying elections. You're buying votes. You're blah blah blah." Well, actually, they earned a lot of money and they get to spend it how they want to spend it. They want to donate it to some politician. You know what that's called? That's called uh, freedom of speech. It's almost one of the mm-hmm. most important mm-hmm. things in our mm-hmm. society. And then a lot of people mm-hmm. will say, "Well, they want. That's why they want Citizens United." Citizens United, as if it's this terrible thing. Um, you know, the citizens united will not be divided. The citizens united will not be divided. I just thought of that. It just hit me. Oh Is that gosh, good? That right? Incredible. We should be on a street corner yelling that. You right should. Um, so, I mean, I think this is an interesting proposal. It's so direct that I wonder if it might actually work. Because if yeah, you're, let's say you're, uh, Maybe. I, let's say you're uh, Steve King, for example. Steve King is an example of this because Steve, who is a friend of the show, um, is uh, reportedly was against the bill, went in, met with Donald Trump, and oh now is for the bill. Oh my God! Um, and you're Steve King. Steve King. Now Steve uh, is a guy who uh, yeah, you know, generally is right on most of these issues. I think not on everything, but on some things. Um, and I think his initial position was right here. But you take a guy like that who is in the middle of that sort of... He, obviously, that means he's borderline on this issue, right? If he can be just mm-hmm. talked into it by one meeting with Donald Trump. Maybe if he's mm-hmm. got a million dollars coming to his campaign, if he votes against it, maybe you vote against it. Maybe. You know, maybe you say, you I know hope, what, no. I hope so. We'll see. Uh, in the meantime, U.S. Secret... Here's another, yet another uh, violation of the White House uh, defense system, kind of. Uh, a woman tried to climb over the White House fence... Uh, slipped and fell and was <laughs> caught by her shoelaces on the top of the fence. So she's just dangling upside down by her shoelaces. <laughs> Agency said in a statement that the uh, uniformed division officer saw the woman late Tuesday walking around the White House. Agents said she tried to climb over the fence adjacent to E Street. Uh, her laces <laughs> got entangled at the top of the fence and she was suspended inside the fence. Only try to penetrate How the White House barriers with that? Velcro. Velcro. It's this very is, important. Why is this happening all the time? We never used to hear stories. When, when W was in office, I don't remember anybody trying to uh, jump the White House fence. Well, well when you start why? having people who are so successful doing it, I guess it encourages guess. more attempts. Um, plus, I think it's Trump weird. is a uniquely... Uh, divisive figure and that he's you know a lot of you know again i i don't think this is justified by the left but they see him as satan 
Um, so uh, they are, you know, a lot of people are kind of doing. Although we've seen some of the people who are like, oh, I'm a friend of his. I'm here for a meeting. He knows I'm coming. Uh, you know, that's why I showed up on the White House lawn. He knew Just I was coming. Just pretend like you're crazy and then you're okay. That is a smart way to do it. Yeah, it is. Jeffy, do you want to comment on that? How many times have you pulled that off? How many times have you just pulled off the, uh, 18? And they're like, all right, he, look, oh, he's slow. He's let, him let, let him go. Oh, let him go. That works let him all go. the time. Yeah. yeah. Sure does. <laughs> Sorry to bother you. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. All right. Uh, let's talk about uh, bigger issues. We've been, you know, delving into politics and things that maybe don't make such a big uh, difference. But there are things that you can do in your own household that can like help. Like what? Give me one thing I can do. I was going to no say kidding. maybe prepare. Prepare for what could happen, whether it's a yeah, but how do I terrorist do attack. We saw one yesterday in, uh, in the U.K., uh, a natural disaster. We know with global warming, uh, every, everything mm-hmm. is happening all at once. Yeah. Um, so you might want to prepare with some food from my Patriot Supply. Really easy to prepare. Uh, you just basically add water. Tastes great. It's really good stuff. Uh, you, Stu was just talking about it. Fettuccine Alfredo oh. off, the, off the air a few minutes ago. Was that on the air? I don't know. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Where is the fettuccine They Alfredo? have that. I mean, they have emergency pizza. They have pudding. I mean, you can get four weeks of this really easy to prepare delicious food. For ninety nine bucks, ninety nine bucks. Incredible. I mean, and but, free shipping. I mean, that's look four weeks of food for ninety nine dollars awesome. is a great deal. It's a great deal no matter what kind of food you're getting. To be perfectly honest, I mean, uh, and it goes even further than that because this food's actually really good. Eight 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 four one one fifty two ninety. Eight 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 four one one fifty two ninety. You've heard us blabbing about this for a long time. You've probably thought to yourself, I should probably do that, but so far you haven't pulled the trigger. Now's a great time to do that. Preparewiththeblaze.com is the website. Preparewiththeblaze.com. <laughs> oh, this is great. New report out. Uh, welcome to Patents, too, by the way. Um, a new report is out that millennials... Don't consider themselves adults until they're 30 years old. Well, of course, because we tell them they're children. Uh, you could stay on your parents' insurance until you're 26. Okay, you don't have to do anything. We'll take care of you until that. You can live at home. You can be in our basement. Or, or you could take over our master bedroom, and we'll be in the basement. That's, that's better. Yeah, that's way better. So we'll keep you on the insurance. We'll keep you on the auto policy. You don't have to do anything. Uh, Jeffy, are you detecting anything here? Um, Pat seems to really have, I don't know, a, a personal connection to this line of criticism, as almost as if he said these things before <laughs> in some other circumstance. No. You mean no. like, uh-uh. like, like he's almost criticizing... <clears throat> A no. younger generation oh, in a way that seems personal. Never happened. Um, and, I mean, like a father would do to a child or yeah, something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's like uh, that. random, I know, but it's, uh, <laughs> it just uh, seems that way. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. No, so, nothing could be further from the truth. Oh, I don't even know where that, from oh. where that comes. Mm. Uh, so how did millennials start seeming so uh, middle-aged? Poltrack says it's because of lazy classifications defining millennials uh, as those 18 to 34. One of the most respected people in studying the demographics uh, says designations like millennial uh, to simplify um, who's watching what and what you're doing. But it's not it's not an accurate term. But anyway, I what I think is going on here is just what I kind of outlined. We're, we're just telling them they're not adults. They need to be taken care of and coddled 
And we're providing safe spaces in college forums so they don't have to hear anything they don't want to hear. I mean, how could you be an adult when, when you're treated that way? Stu, you being a millennial. Yes. One uh, of the first. How do you, what, how do you <clears throat> respond to that? You know, I stand up against my A generation. 41-year-old millennial. Yes. Yeah. Okay. They, okay. Right. Every millennial will be uh-huh. 41 at some point. <laughs> uh, just because I'm one of the earliest and one of the first. Really. Well, I was 41, so I must be a millennial. No, that doesn't well. mean everyone who's ever been 41 <laughs> is a millennial. I was a millennial 14 years ago. I'm a millennial, too. Yeah, no, what I'm saying is um, it's important for the leading millennials like myself, uh-huh. uh, the people who blaze the, 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 path, the trail. If you uh, will. For everyone else uh, to stand up sometimes and be critical of mm-hmm. our own movement. Um, and it, it's well, that's bold. It's, you know, it's I have to do it. And it's and, brave. Uh, and actually, so when I say I'm going to stand up against the movement, I just want to let everyone know everything millennials do is wrong. That's how I would summarize it. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because we've have really done a disservice to this whole generation. Really bad disservice by coddling, babying. What do you mean coddling? You're the one just blaming us for the disservice we've done to them. How about them taking responsibility for themselves? I know they can, but it's harder when when you, first of all, they they learn that as they grow up and they're given participation trophies, as they grow up and we change grades to accommodate uh, their skill level, uh, as we uh, don't keep score in games, all of these things and provide safe spaces in colleges. Uh, well, of course, then you're going to start expecting expecting all that, right? You're, uh, but if if we didn't do all those things, they'd have to grow up a little quicker, and they'd realize that when you're 18, you're an adult, and you should start to take some responsibility for yourself. You know, I would say that's a that's a good start. Yeah, you know, um, but you're right, and it's tough because I know, you know. And I think you've gone through some of this as well, Pat. Uh, Jeffy, maybe as well. I don't know. Uh, if, you know, I'm saying the children that you that you keep in touch with. Um, you know, not the ones that you kind of just spread across the globe. I'm talking about the ones you know that you actually admit to. Um, I, hate those. I, I know. As having a, and I'm like, my kids are really young. Uh, they're not. They're not quite ready to go out on their own. They're five and four. However, they're not ready. Yet. No, not oh really. My oh my gosh! We, 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 get them we will get them checked. Um, but it gets to that point where, like, I can see growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, as they get older, and if they fall down and they fail, you want that? Absolutely, it's gonna be hard. Absolutely, it's gonna Better be hard it. to to say, Better "Hey, you know what? It. I mean, dude, you, you got to do this on yeah. your own. I can't do this for you." Yeah. And I, well, God only knows if I'm going to have any money to help them anyway. Um, but if I do, Mom said you would. Well, what, you know, talk to her. Maybe she's maybe <laughs> go ask her to go in the purse safe, and I'll tell you where all the money went. Um, but you know, it's like I, I, it will be difficult. But you have to realize it's important. So in that way, it really is the parents' uh, responsibility to look at that and say, "I as hard as because it's difficult for me." A lot of people say, well, I don't want to make their lives difficult. It's not about them. It's about nope, you. It's about you don't want to make your life difficult That's because right. you're going to rip yourself up inside because you don't want to see this happening. Um, and that is the toughest step to take and to say, you know what? Look, if you can't handle these basic things in your life, you're going to have to figure out a way to do it. You're going to have to figure out a way to learn mm-hmm. it. Um, and uh, that's a difficult lesson for any parent, I think. Yeah, and if you can't do it, then they're going to they're gonna grow accustomed to that kind of stuff. They're mm-hmm. going to be cuddled. They're going to be babied. And, uh, and I'm, f- I'm afraid that we've contributed. I mean, they do have personal responsibility, so they need to pull themselves out of this. But we have contributed. Uh, we in the societal, we, you know. Not, not you. Not me. I, I've never coddled or babied children. <laughs> Who were 34, let's say, and had him stay in my house for nine months. That's never happened. Why I don't you? even know why you'd bring that up. 
Why would you even I, bring that I up? I actually did not bring it up. Uh, <laughs> that was something you specifically mentioned to add a context. Also, although, although you, I think you were right, Stu, because uh, earlier uh, we, we, you and I agreed that it sounded as it did if sound like there was something. Pat was talking about you know something maybe no. a father and a child no. would. I don't know what you're referring to. Hmm. An Australian columnist, uh, Sarah Marquand, uh, uh, is arguing now that choosing to be a stay-at-home mother should be illegal. Uh, that's brilliant. Amen. Yeah, because you're hurting society when you stay at home. You're not. You're not contributing. You're not doing anything. Well, are you? Are you producing at least as much as you consume, or maybe how many a little potatoes more? did you produce today? Right. Uh, you might have peeled some, but you didn't produce them. If you're not producing a little bit more than you consume, then mm-hmm. we can't use the organization of our society to keep you alive. Uh, <laughs> You know, maybe you go in front of a panel uh, right. and you just say, uh, sir "Can you justify, madam? madam? Can you justify your existence?" By the way, sir or madam, uh, what a what a gender normative thing to say. Oh man, uh, how about how about how about some of the other options? That was Can you name so that? insensitive. George Bernard Shaw. George Bernard Shaw. I mean, sure, he was advocating for the deaths of millions, <laughs> but he didn't even include all the pronouns. No, he did not. Which is really hurtful. Uh, that's the real war on women. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but it's true. I mean, that is the that's the idea, right? If yes. you're not out there working. As if working is the end-all, be-all of all human existence. It's not. Uh, you know, it really isn't. Uh, and sometimes you have to remind yourself of that. I mean, um, this might be the ultimate. I, sometimes I think stay-at-home moms are made to feel by feminists that they're not doing, they're not doing anything. Yeah. I, I mean, there is no more difficult job than that. And more important, in I don't all want to do the it. world. No. Well, no men do. And nor, nor do your kids want you to do it, Jeffy. I mean, and, and, and good, 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 good. <laughs> we don't want you here either, though. That's your problem. Your mm-hmm. problem is that the people at work don't want you to come. Where am I going to go then? I don't care. I do not care. I will say that. But it's true in that, like, mm-hmm. it's not seen as a job. And because mm-hmm. it's... A, we're very responsible. Like someone has to be doing this, right? It's not like it's not an option. I mean, you have a baby; somebody's got to take care of the baby. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's incredibly hard work. It's incredibly demanding. It's uh, far more consequential than any stupid thing we do here. I mean, you're forming the lives of your own children. Like it, it, you are, and and those people are going to be people mm-hmm. that contribute to society in their own ways. So you absolutely are doing uh, something that's far. Far more important. What are you going to go? You're going to go to a bank and be a teller. You're going to go to Arby's and deliver, uh, you know, 14 roast beefs out the window to Jeffy's car. I mean, there's a lot of different gigs that are out there, um, but none of them are are this important. It's a foundational part of our society. No, that's exactly right. And uh, I mean, I can't think of anything more important than raising the next generation of people because don't they take over and operate society then? So isn't that a massive contribution to society? Uh, it's it's silliness and and, 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 and a, the story we just did prior to this one re, in relation to uh, how we failed our children. Uh, maybe that's one of the reasons. Uh, maybe exactly. there weren't enough stay-at-home moms. I mean, that's possible. Uh, that's possible. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up in a minute. Well, because you're so such a responsible parent, obviously you can judge the rest of society, Jeffin. Because that's what you. That's, that's thank you. That's your reputation. I'll that tell is. you that. Uh, by the way, sorry to the 14 kids in Haiti that didn't like that particular answer. <laughs> Here are some 
stories that Jeffy found and felt like sharing with us so we don't have super to liberal. talk anymore. Yeah, I mean, not super. Welcome Hi, back, Jeffy. Uh, sorry, we were just talking because we weren't interested in what you were about to say, but go ahead. <laughs> They'll finish up what you were talking about. Mr. Information. That's, that's, me. that's you. That's, that's, just, that's, uh, me, Mr. that's a funny Mason. banner right there. <laughs> All right. Just remember, I want to celebrate. I hope we're celebrating later today. Uh, it's mm. National Chip and Dip Day. Oh, God. National really? Melba Toast Day. No, uh, no. Those two are Al- celebrating Melba at the same toast time. Melba Toast does not get a day. What is it? What is, is Melba well, Toast? Melba Toast is just the small little toast pieces, right? Uh, yeah. That's not, why does that get a day? <laughs> well, I mean, it's I mean, got to share it with Chip and Dip know. Day. Toast Day, I would understand. Melba Toast Melba Day? Toast is good, mm. though. It might, it might be it's good, little... but it's just part of the Toast mm. family. You know? I think they're all pretty closely related. All right. We're in uh, agreement here. Chip and Dip Day is incredibly important. Now, Thank you. Does Chip and Dip... Because uh, I, mean, I, I believe chip is, Chips and Queso should have their own day. I may be a little bit inconsistent here on this. But, uh, that would be a little inconsistent, yes. But Queso is so good. It breaks all the rules. Uh, like, when you get Queso, you throw out the record books. That's what they say. That's what they say. They say that all they the time. They do say that. I've heard that. All a right. Lot. So before I get to uh, my favorite story of the day, I just want to tease coming up uh, as a new segment uh, on this program. <laughs> That's right. Uh, the uh, "Will I Eat It" segment. Yeah, right? it's called. Well, it's called "Will Jeffy Eat It?" Yeah, uh, but um, and mm-hmm. so the the concept behind this, and I think it's important for people to understand the real rationale here. <laughs> I think a lot of people would say, "Hey, you got a segment called Will Jeffy Eat It?" That's got to be the shortest segment of all time because it's just yes, right? And, that's, mm-hmm. and then it just ends. Mm-hmm. However, people don't realize Jeffy's palate is very advanced. For example, he will not eat bougie sauce. We know that. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, right, what, right. Ident- what is identified as bougie sauce? I don't know. Uh, like garlic aioli is oh, bougie sauce, right? For sure. Hollandaise. Oh, yes. Hollandaise bougie sauce. Bernays. Bernays. Bougie sauce. sauce. He will not eat it. I mean, Anything that's see. French in origin is bougie mm. sauce. Yes. Right? <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're going to find gravy, out. gravy, not a bougie Not sauce. a bougie sauce. No, that's gravy, perfectly sorry. fine. But this is what's going to be interesting it's about this, because I think most people would just say, reflexively, yes, you'll eat something that's in front of you. Because we've seen it on the show where like people mm-hmm. will drop things, you'll eat it off the floor, mm-hmm. um, people will slobber. You'll eat half-eaten stuff from somebody else's yeah. mouth when they... When, I mean, so what, I mean, you'd probably end up kissing that person anyway. Why wouldn't you eat the food they've been into? <laughs> you'll probably wind up kissing them? I mean, it's possible, so why wouldn't you eat the food they've been into? Anyway, that's... that's, that's. No, it's so weird and so how he thinks about the world. So we think... We think that there is going to be a really interesting dynamic here in trying to predict whether Jeffy will eat the thing that we put in front of him. Mm. Um, So what we will do is uh, we'll take, I think, a vote. Now, I think, oh, this is the thing, right? This is the segment where we have to send you into the booth. Go to the feed. We're going to send Jeffy into a soundproof booth, (laughs) and we will tell you, the audience, what the thing is that Jeffy uh, is going to potentially eat or not. And then you have to vote on the feed to try to predict, will Jeffy eat it? Okay. Um, and so that will happen next hour. It's a very important news segment here on the Patents Stew program. <laughs> what do you got? It sounds fun. What do you have? Uh, my favorite story of the day is uh, India. They have poppy fields. Now, everybody knows Afghanistan grows yeah. poppy fields. I, mean, I that's think what Afghanistan, for, I've heard a figure that they grow 90%. That, and that, uh, that would not surprise me. Of, I mean, the, of the world's yeah. supply. But they also grow it in India. But there's a big problem in India now. Uh, they have uh, parrots that have now become addicted to the poppy seed heroin. 
Really? Uh, they're flying into the fields. The farmers are trying to shoo them off. Wow. They've got, and there are more and more parrots every year now for the last three or four years. And they're finding out that uh, the parrots are now coming back and they're being quiet. They used to be loud and come into the fields and the farmers would shoo them off. Ah-ah. The drug addicted poppy uh Polly wants a heroin Polly wants a poppy. <laughs> wow. uh, flies in quiet now. Gets as much poppy as they can. Goes back up into the trees. They're finding them. They're fall. They're passing out. They're falling out of the trees in India, or they just ride it out in the shade. Just cop a nice heroin buzz. And <laughs> now, does this? Wow, that's really weird. Shade. Personally, Jeffy, does this? How does this affect your business? Does this drive up the cost of your material? Like of your. Of your stock, or well, what? first of all, do you know how long it took me to train those parents to bring, get the get the poppy seeds for me? <laughs> that is really the first thought he had on that story. Oh man, if I could train parrots, you could train oh, I get them to going get the again and bring it back to me, back. and then that's I can good sell stuff. Mm. That's not a surprise. It's interesting that apparently <laughs> then the poppy acts like it does in humans, right? It, yeah, it, well, they break it open. It and, gives yeah, them of course, a high. I mean, well, I, it doesn't get mixed into heroin. It's more morphine. Uh, more phoenix, right. okay. you know, before well, it gets to heroin. Just a poppy seed wouldn't do that for you, sure. would it? Would it? Enough of it, sure. Break it off, get the the hmm. wax inside. I mean, if you eat uh, if you eat poppy seeds, and not that I do sometimes to throw off blood, uh, drug tests, but uh, mm-hmm. it'll, it'll show that you've. That yeah, I've had. heard that. Hey, wouldn't poppy that. seeds make you test positive for yes. drugs? Oh, I've yeah. heard that. Yeah. So you're trying I to what? Can. Wait, they so you're can. trying to fool people yeah, into walk. thinking that you're doing drugs? Well, you, no, no, you, you just, just want just people say, to realize, oh, oh man, it's I poppy, poppy seed. seed bun. And then it's poppy seeds. You know, if they buy that, <laughs> yeah. They, all <laughs> yeah, you have is a little blood in your heroin stream. Pat and Stu, and uh, the lovely and talented Jeffy. Uh, a lot of people call him the swamp monster. Some people call him the blob. Mm-hmm. Others just say he's a fat guy. Um, but, uh, it <laughs> I was, I, by the way, I've, I've really enjoyed the listener participation in creating yes, they've, they've uh, been quite gifts a bit. of Jeffy. Have yeah. you seen these? In, in doing no, Pat what? has not seen these, I'm sure, because he's not... Social media savvy. Yeah, you know? you're not really on that. But it, they have these. What gif- are they doing? These gifts that like they'll they'll. GIFs. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they're files, and they kind of just repeat. And yeah, like I know. What, dumb I know what a gif is. Um, and so it's on the computer. It's got a screen, a, a keyboard. Yeah, uh, I'm pretty hip to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. I got gotcha. you. Okay. Uh, so it's on the it's on this this thing, the internet. And so basically, uh, but the one they've been they've been pulling different versions of Jeffy. Like everyone's all be like, "Hey, it's the Blob," and they'll go over it, they'll shoot Jeffy, and they'll do the dumb. What we'll do the dumb little hand? Like he's doing that little like silly like wave, and they just taking that and repeating it over and over again. And there's been a couple of them I've seen, and they're brilliant. Really? Yeah. Like they really they really don't like Jeffy at all. No, I, they do I, not. I, I really support them. That's fun. 
for that, but they're really fun. fun. Well, thank uh, you so, for doing that. <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Yeah, thanks. This is pretty cool. You know that if, if you're a longtime viewer, listener to the show, you, you know that Stu and I, I don't, I don't know about the blob over there, but Stu and I are into skyscrapers. Are, are you, Jeffy? Do you, are you yeah, I mean, I like, I like buildings yeah. as much as the next guy. I mean, <laughs> they, you guys all fawn over these tall buildings. Big whoop. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's Stu and I. Uh, we love, we love skylines. Uh, Apparently, they've got a design for something called the Big Bend. It's it's kind of a skinny tower that is supposedly going to transform Manhattan skyline. It goes up and then it curves around, so it's a U. There it is, right there, right there. Uh, so that is it's, that's pretty cool. If you were to lay that end to end, it would be the longest building in the world. That's really cool. Stretching four thousand feet, that tower would need to feature an. Oh, and l- listen to this. Uh, the project's concept drawings reveal a skyscraper reaching an apex and curving down, and it features an elevator system that can travel in curves horizontally and in loops. So you could go around the bend. So it's the walk evader. That yes. is really cool. They've I don't know how they're going to do that, but uh, I'm anxious to see. That's really cool, huh? That is really cool, and I, yeah. uh, I, really, I really like it. I don't know how they're going to do it. Uh, it's but it's interesting. Yeah, uh, I mean that's incredible. <laughs> I, I, it's a uh, it's a weird design. Um, and, yeah. And, and I, like the the it would be weird. The windows at the top would be kind of like some of them would be tilted, right? They'd have right? to. Be, like, yeah, you'd have like have some to, weird like twil- would, tilted windows. However, the floor could still be flat. Obviously, so it doesn't really matter. Right. I guess you can make that. I guess you could wasted a lot. There would be wasted space on those curves. But it, you wouldn't have to have so, all the elevators aren't, aren't going to have to make the turn though. Right. Right. So you only have maybe two. I mean, it's still going to be hard. I mean, no, the way but they looking called at that it, there though is they're not making the turns. They've just got one at the top that goes sideways. Right. They called this. Uh, they said that it was once considered to be the greatest challenge in elevator history. And it's finally becoming a reality. Well, that's uh, why, seriously, that's why the, the freaking Chocolate Factory movie ends with, hey, we got an, an elevator that goes left and right and up and down. Wow. Uh-huh. <laughs> you imprisoned a bunch of Oompa Loompas here for that. Congratulations, you got a freaking elevator that goes cool places. Although that it did go out of the ceiling, and that was pretty cool. When, yeah. when it's flying around. If it goes out of the ceiling on this, you're not going to be thinking it's pretty cool. <laughs> you know, it's actually a terrible uh, design for a product. Uh, why would you want an elevator that could fly? Especially when you still have a glass roof. You're going to crash through it. It makes Thank no you. sense. It'll be, tur- it'll be ripped to smithereens. Something that's else insane. that's supposedly happening is RoboCops are really, are, are actually going to replace human police. They're all good. Uh, I mean, that's what they're saying. I kind of doubt it. Uh, you know, like just like the 1987 movie, a superhuman cyborg law enforcement could hunt down murderous criminals. Uh, real life will be tackling more straightforward misdemeanors. Uh, probably like... Parking tickets, and right? Stuff. So they would handle the basics. Yeah, that's uh, well. So they kind of have done that with red light cameras, right? I mean, that's kind of yeah. They do. We do that with the uh, 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 the bomb robots, and then we send in the bomb oh, robots. Sure. Yeah, yep. I do think eventually we'll get to that uh, point where you're sending in robots for a war like that, though. Like, why wouldn't we do that and not risk right. yeah, humans' lives, right? I mean, right. as long as we if ha- you could, as, yeah. Why I mean, wouldn't you do it? I think you would. You, I mean, you could certainly do it with the uh, with you know, I mean, drones as the first step in that, right? Sure. Like, we're not risking pilots' lives because the drones are just going over there and just dropping their payload and coming back. Yeah. We actually have a look at, at one of them in action. Uh, here's, here's what they have so far. You look like a movie star. Can I see the photo? 
just kidding. I exactly know how I look. Okay, stop it. Try to be funny. I feel absurd. I am Dubai police robot. How can I help you? You can't jerk. Uh, okay. I mean, that's less than riveting. That's dumb. That's dumb. <laughs> that ruined the whole story. It sure did. I was, I'm thinking RoboCop, and then you give sure me this. It sure did. I mean, they've no, got these things sorry. running around hotels waiting on people. <laughs> Who cares? What, what hotel have you got? Robots. They have hotels. <laughs> They have robots in hotels. I'm, inter- I'm really interested you. in your in your experience here. You went to a hotel that, that had robots waiting. I on did you? not go there. I, we've done stories mm. on uh, hotels that have robots set up to bring you things to your room. It would make sense in that scenario, right? Like you don't have to send someone up. Plus, I don't have to freaking talk to the person who you sent right, up. I knew that you were right. Yeah. Um, you know, like. Uh, uh, but then also, like, to, to bring you to your room, show you where it is, right. if you need guidance, if you have questions, where's All the room. pool, where's the workout room? I know Jeffy is always concerned about that one. Oh, I don't, hey. I don't check in if there's not a gym. Still, that's <laughs> clear. Is it? Yes. Is it? That's you clear. are athletically uh, overweight. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You don't get this way without checking into a place that doesn't have a gym, I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I'm... Well, I think you do. Uh, and another futuristic uh, sort of thing, Verizon supposedly has a car <laughs> I like that. This is a, that skips traffic jams. I mean, look, this is not actually right? a rational solution to this problem, but I, wouldn't you love to have this button uh, <laughs> <laughs> next time you're in a yes. traffic jam just to do it anyway? Let's see it. Watch. Oh, I want to see this happen. <laughs> oh, does it really clear them all? Are they going to do it? And the, yep, ah. driving over the top of it. That is pretty cool. <laughs> as soon as Grandma opens her door, though. Right. Yeah, you're in trouble. Be nice to have, though. You're right, Stu. There are moments I'd try it. I'm guessing that wouldn't actually be street legal. No. And then got to the front of the line, and it comes back down. The question is, why wasn't the person on the front of the line just going? Huh. Yeah. Hum. Can upgrade your ride with other tricks as well. Hum by Verizon. What is hum by Verizon, Jeffy? You know? Interesting. I have a feeling... They think it's something other than what I think it is. So yeah. you don't okay. want to. I mean, if you want an answer from me, <laughs> okay. I'll answer you. Right. Thank you. I guess yeah, it's like a, yeah, yeah, that's, one of those the of apps that like takes the the driving. You know, you're driving this fast. You've gone here. It sends it to your phone. Of course, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. Of course, that's what it the is. The help insurance thing is it one of those insurance things. I I was at. Um, I'm sure. Somewhere, maybe it was the Verizon store uh, recently, and they had a they had all those things where like, hey, you can plug this into your car, and we'll just we'll know everything exactly that you, that where you you're do, at. where you go, and everything, and then you can say you'll save one percent on your insurance. Uh, I mean, I, I, I can I be won over any more strongly than I've been won over by that argument? What one percent? No, I don't, it doesn't say one percent. It's pretty low. Ten percent? It's not. I mean. And like, oh, well, and the other thing is, I don't actually want the insurance company to know how fast I drive. 
I actually mm. don't want them to have that information. <laughs> Because then it'll be like, hey, oh, we got the results from your app. Uh, your insurance rates are going up 60%. <laughs> but you're saving 10% on the new app. <laughs> it's like, oh. That's what would happen, too. You're dark I right mean, the Pat Gray uh, insurance rates would be... Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh. You think they're bad now? Yeah. I mean, they're already I tens do of think thousands of dollars. <laughs> I do think they're bad now. Pat, how come you haven't driven your car in over a year? <laughs> insurance company said I can't. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, but uh, this will all be solved by self-driving cars, as we know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're coming very soon uh, to, uh, I mean, really they are. They're on the roads already in some cities. Uh, and, and I guess a lot of cars now have, you know, uh, self-driving light uh, on them already. You can, you yeah, know, they'll keep you in the lanes, park. the park, here's a park. parallel park if you let it. Yeah. I just don't trust do you, that. Do you have really. you try, you, don't, you will not trust letting I, it pop, I, I parallel don't. park? I, I mean, I started to and then I kind of freaked out and I stopped it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it supposedly does that. You've never you didn't finish it? it up? Well, I hardly ever parallel park, for one thing. I know, but... And then, you know, uh, when I do, I, I just kind of do it. Because I'm capable of doing it, and so I go ahead and do it. That's not very American. No. Uh, if you're capable of doing not. something, you should always Let demand else. someone else do it. Like the yeah. government, for example. Uh-huh. Uh, Jeffy, would you... Uh, I mean, your car obviously barely has a motor. I want a self-driving car desperately. I want I want a driver. I want well, I want to not have to drive. Anytime I don't have to drive, I'm all for it. I love to drive, mm-hmm. but I for the last few years, man, I am uh, whenever we go. If my wife wants to drive, go. No. Yeah, you're I'll very sit. you're very lazy. Yeah. Yeah, I'll um, sit over here. I'm good. But uh, so I was I uh, had some my car was in the shop fairly recently, and I had to I took an uh, Uber or Lyft uh, here and back from work, and I started thinking to myself. I'm like. To have a driver, right? You'd have to pay for a car, sure. right? Which is say, you know whatever four, three, four, five, six hundred dollars. It depends how is. expensive your car is. Plus, you have to pay a driver, which you'd have to mm-hmm. pay that person a couple, probably what? I mean, uh, you know, it depends on, if it's a full time driver, yeah. you have to pay them a salary. What if what if you just got rid of your car completely? I know, and just Ubered to work, even because it Price works. Some money. If you're in New York City, you're already doing that, obviously. But I mean, if you're if you're in a place like Dallas, where like I have about a twenty minute drive to work. And I, I was thinking I could probably get to work and back every day for a little bit less than 40 bucks. Okay? That's still now, pretty steep. With that's pretty steep. insurance and everything, though, maybe. Ha- however, maybe. let's say I come to, I come because no insurance, right? Um, so I would, uh, whatever I'm paying for insurance goes to, drops to zero, at least for that <laughs> car. Then you go to uh, gas, no gas, right? right? It's all involved in that $40 that you're spending. Mm-hmm. Then you do that. I'm not driving every day, everywhere. So I could cut that to, I, let's say I'm paying $800 a month. Eight hundred dollars a month would be a hefty car payment, but if you get rid of a, uh, if you get rid of of the insurance, gas it's, insurance, it's insurance, car payment. So let's say it's really more like six hundred bucks a month, and the part part of that is it's six hundred bucks a month, but you're getting the car, and you're also getting a driver. So yeah. you've got a driverless car to you because there's somebody mm-hmm. doing all the work for right. you. Mm-hmm. It's it. I, I, about I, it. I mean, I wouldn't do it. I don't think because first of all, you have the rest of the week. You know, you, you need to get around. But if you have one car... That so it's uh, 40 bucks round trip? Forty. Uh, it's less than 40 bucks round trip for me um, with uh, huh. Uber or Lyft. Huh. Uh, well. And that's Uber X. you got to go with the cheapest uh, version. But again, the cars are all nice and, you know, generally clean. And they're not like, you know, you're not getting a Mercedes, but you get, you get a car that gets you there. Yeah. And you could sit in the back and I can't uh, read in the car very well. I get sick. So it doesn't do um, you It doesn't good. do me as much good. But, you know, I can do other things. I can, I can sleep. I can turn on the, you know, I can uh, turn on TV and watch TV. 
You know, like you could do it like. Can you I'll, not I'll do stuff Netflix. on your computer? Uh, does that make you sick? It, I can't type. Like I can't, words bother me for some reason in huh. the car. So like I can I can do it for a few minutes and then I start getting sick. Uh, but I can watch I can watch uh, like you know Netflix. I could stream Netflix to my laptop. Sure. And, I mean, it's not a long drive. And there is a lack of freedom. Like the other day, uh, when the, when it, when this happened, I was thinking I was going to run out and get like lunch or something during the day, after the show. And then I was but like, "Then you realize, oh, what uh, am I going to do? I, I could get an Uber to come and pick me up and bring me somewhere. Or you could just call Uber Eats and have them delivered here. And that's what I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I did. However, that one is a little bit more expensive. Yeah, uh, on a, but that is yeah. what I did. I called Uber Eats, and then Uber delivered yeah, for me breakfast, lunch, and dinner yesterday. Nice, nice. But I mean, it's it's. There's a thought because people don't think of that as a personal driver, but I mean, in, in effect, no, no, it most you, could, you is. could do what you want. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, no, and, I, and I thought about it, but you know, like I live in New Mexico. Yeah, from here, it would be more difficult. So for it's you. a lot more expensive um, uh, to take the Uber back and forth. But and, I have thought of it, and it's you know, it's not. But think of being we're able close to, to that. Think of being able to you know spend your entire commute updating your sites, getting the new videos up. I know, save me uh, a lot of time. Plus, looking at some fresh material, <laughs> start the day off. <laughs> that would be, be great. A creepy ride for an Uber driver. I'll say that <laughs> with you in the back seat. The noises that would come out of that computer. Oh man, you don't want it. Oh, I might be able to work a deal. But what is the deal on this self-driving car? So deal? anyway, let's uh, <laughs> let's check it out. I guess they're saying uh, they're trying to figure out uh, how to trap uh, an automated driving car. Watch. So here is the uh, car coming into the picture, as you see in a very nice scenic backdrop, by the uh-huh. way. Um, very nice. So the car comes in the middle. They're trying to figure out all the bugs of these things, obviously, which is uh, kind of a big deal. All right. And, um, and that's the end of the video. It's not that exciting. Uh, j- no, uh, okay. really? wow. What do you mean? How did that trap it? I don't understand. Well, they're saying, uh, well, obviously there's uh, issues. It went with- right to the circle. Yeah. It just thinks... So they think oh, because that's interesting. Oh, so it just can't. No, they didn't stop on purpose. That that just stopped the car. It it can't go because it doesn't want to go outside the lane. So it's just stopped. Oh, well, that's, that's just that's dumb. That's kind of fun. That's interesting. I could have watched this. I I kept thinking something else was going to happen. I did, I yeah, I did for too. Like an I hour. did too. But I get it now because it drove into the circle and now it doesn't know what to do. Honey, how long have you been sitting there? <laughs> it's pretty good. Thirty minutes. I'm just waiting for something else to happen on the screen. How would you get in? I guess you could get in because it's a dotted line. It'd be fine driving into it, but yeah. it just would not be fine exiting it. Yeah, and it, it was fine driving in. It it drove in. Yeah, no, I know. And then no, it we watched get out. it. Yeah, I was now thinking it can't of get out. why. I was thinking why that would happen. And that's, that's because it. it can go through the dotted line. Just right. can't go through the solid line. Right. Although it's weird because like. There's solid lines all over the street in front of you. And you yeah. can cross, and you can cross a, those. You, yeah. Well, in Dallas, that wouldn't work very well because there's too much construction and the lanes change too much. That's why we had that uh, yeah. crash with the, was it a, a Tesla? Yeah, yeah, it was a Tesla crash because it just kept going. And then the lane came back out into the lane and smashed the car smashed and sideswiped it. Uh, so, yeah, they're confused. And that's not even an auto any driving car. That's just somebody who drove it to that circle and stopped. That's what that was. That's what that video was. That is yeah, not we don't know legitimate. that there's not a driver in Why there. would the automated car go that. to the circle in the first place? This is, this, is, this is not real. 
This is not real. You're I'm just mad because you sat there and was waiting for something no, well, else to I mean, happen. I, I, Nothing I, happened. Well, that and I also read the last thing that says, this minimal work of automotive performance isn't a true test of self-driving cars' <laughs> ability to think outside the line, but it raises questions about how easy it will be to trip up the car's AI. In other words, uh, yeah, this no, isn't no, real. Not we, real. We just painted a line and we're just going to stop. All right, more patents, too, coming up in a moment or two. It's pretty much inevitable including drunk alex jones uh which uh you know we've done this bit for many years so we used to do this with politicians all the time where you take the voice all you have to do to make someone sound really drunk is take the voice and slow it down down by like 10 Mm percent and they sound really hammered well someone did that with alex jones and it's it's utterly unbelievable and you'll see it here in a minute alex jones i think would appreciate appreciate this uh the drinking water not only is there fluoride in it but there's other stuff too like the environmental working group has warned that 218 million Americans are exposed to really icky and sometimes dangerous tap water. Yeah, uh, Flint, Michigan is the most obvious example here. Uh, Mm -hmm. Government trying to get water to you. It barely can even deal with that. And we're talking about uh, one of the most basic things that you need as a human being, and they can't handle that. Why would they be able to handle health care? I just I thought I'd point that out. Yeah, that's a good, 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 good question. But there is something you can do. You can buy the Alexa Pure Pro, because what that does is you run your water through it, and it removes almost 100% of contaminants. 99.9999% of contaminants from your drinking water. Things like parasites and bacteria, Lead, of course, pesticides, pharmaceuticals, chromium-6, which we understand is the Silkwood uh, thing, right? Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Arsenic, Although I, I don't know that more. for a fact, but I, that's okay. what I was told. Uh, and, I, you know, when it comes to, uh, it's like a Jeffy fact. He's not going to check it out. He hears it, he says it. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where we are on that fact. Well, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll track that one down for you. Each pro filter has a capacity of up to 5,000 gallons. 5,000 gallons. And, you know, this is going to cost you basically nothing uh, to have the best water available because this filter is the best filter on the market. You need to have it because, you know, you're going to save so much money just on the bottled water uh, transition there that it's going to be worth it. Call 888-895-7746 or online at getalexapier.com. They've got a special offer going on right now. If you call, and they're going to give you the uh, $20 off the retail price. Uh, So give them a call, 888-895-7746 or getalexapier.com. My sister-in-law just had a baby boy, and that's great news. But with that great news comes a lot of cost. After college, she had a ton of student loans, and it was overwhelming. These things can completely wipe you out if you don't get a handle on them. How do you do that? Credible.com. Credible.com is an online marketplace of vetted private lenders that has helped over 130,000 borrowers find better rates on their student loans. It's simple. You just go to Credible.com, answer a few questions, and right away you get personalized rates with no bait and switch. Multiple lenders are competing to refi your student loans at historically low rates. Your data is secure, it won't affect your credit, and you won't get spammed. Credible saves the average borrower almost 19 grand. That's 19 grand for a new car or to take a sweet vacation every year for the next 21 years. For a limited time, Blaze listeners get an extra 200 bucks when they refi with Credible. Go to Credible.com slash Blaze. Credible.com slash Blaze. Uh, we need you to uh, log on to the feed, by the way, right now. Uh, is it theblaze.com slash the feed? Uh, yes. Yes. Go to theblaze.com slash the feed. I think Pat and Stu still has it, too, to be honest I don't, with I don't think so. Mm. 
Oh, so yeah. oh, your cat does? Okay, patentstew.com. Someone just told too. me just the other day that that's not true. Go to oh, patentstew.com. Really? <laughs> uh, go to patentstew.com. That's the easiest way to get there, patentstew.com. And if you go to patentstew.com, it will, go to, it will give you to the feed. And this is where you need to go in there, and you can vote. Uh, coming up in just a few moments, will Jeffy eat it? Now, we haven't told what is you it? yet. What is it, what is it gonna, that I'm going to decide whether I'm eating it? We're going to put him in a soundproof, soundproof booth, and then we're going to take guesses on whether or not he's going to eat it, right? And I assume we do... Yes, so there, oh, there was the soundproof booth. We really do have one. Uh, there it is again. We're going to stick Jeffy in there, and then we're going to seal it off and fill it with water. <laughs> um, <laughs> but actually, before that, we're going to have him... So he has to sit there, cannot hear. Uh, and we got to make sure he doesn't take his headphones in, because that's typical Jeffy. He'll take them in. Mm-hmm. But we, we just can't tell you whether you're going to eat it, so you can't see the, your reaction or anything. And then uh, you vote on will Jeffy eat the thing that we've uh, we put together. I'm told that I do have to take my headphones in and plug in into the booth so that they can tell me, hey, time to get out. Okay. Whatever. I mean, Whatever. I'm just saying don't monitor the stupid show for yeah. once. Don't, don't cheat at something in life. We know how you do on taxes. Don't do that. But it's a that. food thing. Why wouldn't I cheat? No. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. But uh, we want to make sure I'm you have a, a pure vote. I mean, it's a silly look. game. But I want to know if Jeffy will eat it. Better most be good people stuff. Say, I'm not, don't, don't just come up with stuff that you know I'm not going to eat. I want stuff I'm going to eat. Well, we'll find out. We need to find your lines. And a lot of people would say, wait a minute, there is no line. Jeffy will eat anything. <laughs> it's not true. No, Jeffy has a lot true. of weird lines that we need to investigate on Bougie this Bougie sauce is Bougie one of those is one of them. <laughs> uh, let's uh, watch a little, dr- uh, as you're getting into the feed again, it's patentstew.com. Uh, as you're getting there, let's go to uh, Drunk Alex Jones. Here he is. I can drink, you know, an entire jug of Jack Daniels and you won't even think I'm drunk. When you read FBI's Russian influence probe and includes a look at far-right news sites and they spend all this time saying InfoWars gets their news from the Russians, it's like, man, they're really crazy. <laughs> this really marks a new line. What the hell? <laughs> I've done my part before God. Mm-hmm. I've done what I'm supposed to do. It's the rest of the people. Wait, man, he slurs a lot. Yeah, he does. Uh, they're, they're looking at InfoWars. <laughs> Like, or we're just these mindless idiots. Oh, I want guns and lower taxes because I'm a Russian. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) That's George Washington. What? Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> the pauses are so good. <laughs> he really does look and sound drunk in that. And all it was and he may was be, him slowed down ten percent. That's incredible. I mean, I, that is awesome. He doesn't say things that make sense, but he says them quickly, so people think he knows what he's talking about. Uh, yeah, he does not. When you slow it down and really hear what he's saying, uh, <laughs> wow, look out. Now, here's part two, right? Yeah. Uh, just a fact, InfoWars is John Wayne. Here it is. Truth is, I'm just an American. <laughs> Everybody knows it. I'm 
They're walking on the fighting side of me to quote Merle Haggard. Hell, he's probably a Russian agent, too. <laughs> yeah. Don Wayne there could probably play the Russian agent. I'm not kidding. What? I mean, this isn't bragging, folks. It's just a fact. When it comes to kicking globalist <laughs> Infowars is John Wayne. What John Wayne wishes he was. <laughs> but they don't care. And it's hard to believe he's not drunk in those scenes, isn't it? It really is. It's hard to believe he's not. That's I, just slowed down. Uh, that's fun. I mean, <laughs> is his mind altered by the supplements he sells and consumes? Yes. Uh, uh, that is I my belief. No. I don't know. You don't know? So, mm. sh- still, I uh, don't know. Maybe he's uh, been affected by a new product uh, on the market very soon, or maybe now. I um, want to be affected by this product. Yes, this I thought you were right. delicious. Um, and this is also shares the, uh, shares the name of a Jeffy website. The new Apocalypse uh, is available. Um, Look at that thing of beauty. Holy crap. You have to start that site. So, do they, they, you can get it either in a burrito or a biscuit. Yep. So, biscuits, the biscuit sandwich, you got biscuit, bacon, eggs, cheese, sausage, oh, cheese, golly. ham, cheese, maybe at the bottom again, and then biscuit. I can't tell if there's another piece. You there. seriously have to love Hardee's because they're unapologetic. Yeah, they, they just put out deliciousness. And either eat it or don't. Whatever. We don't care, but here it is. Yeah. And yeah, it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that works for them, right? Shovel it down your gullet if you want. If not, uh, don't. But, I mean, it's not our fault if you get if you turn into a... Are you kidding me? For four bucks, uh, I'm having like eight of those. <laughs> Nutrition-wise, listen to this. It, it might put a little bit of a crimp into your style. The Apocalypse Burrito... <laughs> Is 1,110 calories, mm. 82 grams of fat, 82 grams of fat. It's a lot. 29 grams of saturated fat, uh, 435 milligrams of cholesterol, 3,170 milligrams of sodium, 41 grams of carbs, 2 grams of fiber, 3 of sugar, and 48 grams of protein. Wow. Wow. And so it's biscuit. really, it's pretty healthy. Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. The biscuit's um, a little bit less of all Yeah, that. it is. It's only four slices of ham, three strips of bacon, a sausage patty, a folded egg, American and Swiss cheeses, and a buttermilk biscuit, which buttermilk biscuits, I mean, the only thing, the only thing worse for you than the, than the biscuit on the breakfast deal is the croissant. That it's the only one that, that adds to a calorie count on a biscuit is going to be a croissant. It's about as bad as you can get. Really? Um, I thought the biscuit would be more than the croissant. You know, I think you could, I think you could go either way. Usually no, croissants, croissants are made with a lot of butter. A lot of, a lot butter. of butter. Well, well they're both made with a lot know, of butter. Biscuit, the buttermilk isn't butter. uh, free. So good. Uh, by the way, 920 calories for the uh, breakfast biscuit. And I assume when this Man, is actually those. available, we will have a spoons on it. Because that's I crucial. I want one. Mm-hmm. That looks delicious. If you'd like, you can go to apocalypse.com. You can? No, you can't go to oh. apocalypse.com. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere near apocalypse.com. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. More patent news inevitable. We got uh, Will Jeffy eat it coming up. All right, I can't wait. Go to uh, patentstew.com and get ready to vote. Will Jeffy eat, eat it? it. <laughs> Wow. Um, I Can don't we know. hear that one more time? Yeah, that let's was... do it again. 
Hey, do, do that. Uh, people were talking in my ear. I couldn't hear it very well, but it sounded like... We'll check to eat it. Who did that? Another five piece of production work for something I'm yeah. involved with. Yeah, yeah, though. right? A lot of people think this entire segment. I mean, e- some stuff e- went yep. into that. Yeah. Somebody actually got a some sort of a beat track and they actually did something with it. I mean, that's, that's very, good. very can we, impressive. Can we do it? Can we get it ready again? Let's play it once. <laughs> and I'm going to say one word and then play it again. Can we do that? Let's go. Yes. We should pull that one for Instagram. Okay, Jeffy, okay. go to your soundproof booth. Okay, first of all, go, uh, if you're at uh, patentstew.com, there's going to be a poll that's going to pop up in just a second as he walks away that will ask, do you think Jeffy will eat the product? Don't vote yet. Though, will Jeffy have to show it eat you. it? Is yeah, we have to show you what it is first. Yes, so Jeffy's going to go to the soundproof booth, which entails him walking. It could be a, quite a long time. Uh, when he gets there and we see him safely in the booth, uh, we will reveal the product to you, and you have to decide, will Jeffy eat it? It's interesting because as he walks, the building shakes. Yeah. So, and I can uh, just hear him breathe. Kind of weird to get used to, but uh, all right. So, okay, hold on, he's not in the booth yet. Is we he gotta, in the booth? Wait, wait till he's in the booth. We'll see it. We've got a camera uh, over there. I'm almost getting in the booth right now. Unveil. Oh, he can still hear us. The product. Now take out your stupid Man, this, headphones. This booth is small. Just get in it. There he goes, Jeffy walking into the booth, and the booth door is about to close. He's pu- plugged into the other headphones, so now he cannot hear us as soon as that door is closed. Okay, okay good. There he is. There we go. Never let him out. That's one of those things I just want to throw it in the back of a dumpster right oh. now and watch. Oh, okay. my gosh. Okay, so here is the product of the day. Will Jeffy eat this? Here it is. Um, Old South pickled eggs. Oh. Mm. oh. Old mm. South mm. pickled mm. eggs. Will Jeffy eat it? I'll now, tell you this. If it was will Pat eat it, the answer is no. no. And will Stu eat it? Uh, no. no. I do not like pickled products at all. Uh, <laughs> Jeffy is still he's, he's trying to escape. Uh, all right, we, so vote right now. Yep. Yeah. Right now, will Jeffy eat will it? Will Jeffy eat it? Now, and wh- then we're going to have him come back. I think what we should do is we should cover it and put it over on his area so he can see okay. the reveal. Yes. Uh, Pat's going to walk over there now and uh, and do that, and we can we can release Jeffy from his cage uh, at any moment. Uh, actually, how, wait, how are we not doing the show like this every day? <laughs> I know. If we just put him in that thing <laughs> and put the TV behind there, we won't have to smell him or anything. <laughs> this is great. Okay, you can let Jeffy out now. Let Jeffy out of the uh, container. Uh, someone's going to have to do that. Uh, do we, can someone open the door for Do we have a contingency Jeffy? plan to get him out of there? <laughs> it does not look like he's breathing very well in there. Uh, no, we've sucked all the oxygen Is out. there anyone over there to tell him? It's, we had someone walk over there with him, let him out of the stupid cage. <laughs> unbelievable. There you go. Okay. okay good, all right, there's good. Jeffy. Now you're going to walk over here. It'll take about a month, and then when he gets <laughs> back here, he's going to, uh, you're going to vote on will Jeffy eat the product. You've seen it. The votes are coming Place in right now. Right now, Jeffy will come over here and he will uh, he will see uh, he will end the poll. Uh, don't, don't hurry or anything, Jeffy. Uh, yeah, we get whatever you do. We've got all the time. Plenty of time. By the way, when's our break time here? Could somebody tell me that? Uh, okay, forty-two. What are you eating over here? Uh, all right, so here comes Jeffy. No, don't stop and eat something else. Come back. Here comes Jeffy walking here he in comes. his triumphant. Man, that. 
By the way, we are totally putting you in there for the whole show now because we could see you on the screen. It looked great, yeah. and you don't have to be actually here. That reminds me of way too many jails and prisons across the country, <laughs> man. I do not like that small room at, at all. Okay, so end the poll. What is the poll result? We'll find out before. Uh, will you actually eat... Ooh, 58% is, say yes. 58%, 58%. Hmm, think that Jeffy mm. will eat this product. This is a okay. fascinating experiment because I mm-hmm. honestly have no idea what the answer to this is going to be. Now, Jeffy, I want you to take this seriously and I want you to think about, I mean, we know you want to eat generally all food, <laughs> but really consider this and, and give, it a, give it your best effort. Um, 58% said Jeffy will eat As the I thing. As I closed it, it went up to 60. So you got okay. 60%. 60% say Jeffy will eat the thing under this napkin. Jeffy, please reveal it to yourself. I mean, reveal the product under the napkin. Not, anyway. You've all seen this, right? Yes. Yep, we've seen it. Oh, no. <laughs> Old South pickled eggs. Pickled eggs. Yeah, I love eggs, but... Just, uh, okay, so you love stuff, eggs. Man. You Come don't on. like pickled things. That's a, that's a, that's a big pickled battle. nasty. Now the answer it. was no for both me and Stu. Now, we would are, not. Well, well don't give it some time. Oh, wait, I'm Open to it up. Time. Sorry. Open it up and smell it. Go through the process. I here, don't Jeffy. want to no, smell just pickled smell it. Eggs. This is part of the segment. Open it up. Oh, okay, sorry. How much time we got? We got uh, two minutes. <laughs> okay. Open it up. Wow, you're strong. Okay. <laughs> and I don't want to spill it up. Yo, you just you know you're really powerful. So uh, let's Does get, it, a, good, get, get a good it? whiff of the pickled egg smell. Now take Smell one good? out. Rub, oh, just take so one out and rub it on your lips. No, thank you. <laughs> just get it. You got to. You got to go through the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is not my apocalypse website. Come on, I'm not doing that. No. So wait a minute. So you're saying, even you, you won't eat pickled eggs. Take a little. Take just take a little. Oh yeah. All right. Look at that. There's one right on the plate. <laughs> Why don't you cut it open? See what it looks like inside. I love eggs too. I do too. Well, this is your opportunity to eat one for free. It well, can't be that bad, right? It's I mean, a it's an southern egg, right? delicacy. Right? That's a southern delicacy. I mean, it is just an egg, right? It's just, it's just pickled. Yeah, it's an know. actual boiled. No big deal. Boiled egg. Okay, now Jeffy's Hard looking boiled at egg. It. Yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, that's not happening. <laughs> you won't even take a bite of it. <laughs> no, no, he won't eat the egg. So I mean, only forty percent. If it were, if if it were a dare. If you were to dare me, I probably would I take dare a bite you of it. to eat that egg. I but double <laughs> dog dare you to eat that egg. That's a breach of uh, etiquette as you skipped over right. the uh, double dare. But we'll go to the double dog dare uh, right now. But it's the bit, right? I mean, the bit is. No, nah, it's real. It. This is real. Yeah. This is real. It's real life. Real life. Eat it. I mean, it's the just... bit should be. Can you talk me into eating it? I don't, the bit. I don't know what the bit is. We're doing this is science as usual at this same I time. I triple dog dare you oh my to gosh. eat that egg. You've got 10 seconds. I can't eat the whole thing, but I'm going to take a bite. It's food, and he cannot resist it. Nah, is, no! Okay, so wow. official answer, no? Wow. Okay, first episode. No. Uh, will Don't. Jeffy eat it? Ends in a no. A stunning That's upset. <laughs> 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 All right, we're back in a second. Triple eight twenty-seven. back oh, is the uh, phone number. Just go back in that booth. We're going to fill it with water and see what happens. Uh, probably. No, it's a good chance it. to go yeah, swimming. No, just, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. swim around. Yeah. You might fill it at the top. Sw- Ebola. Uh, it's one of the three diseases Jeffy does not have. Uh, and I'm living Ebola free. 
That's great. I remember thinking, I was also thinking of living living in Liberia, which was another <laughs> stupid thing we did a long time ago. Um, but uh, actually, Jason just went, uh, Jason uh, Buttrell went to uh, Liberia to um, to do really cool uh, documentary over there. Um, mm. And it was with the with Samaritan's Purse. And they were, were the ones really fighting the Ebola uh, virus when that was really breaking yes, out. Um, and uh, Glenn had Franklin Graham on, who's the guy he you know heads it up. And he was talking about the things that he's been doing all around the world with Samaritan's Purse. And it is a really important work. Uh, so here's Glenn and, and Franklin to tell you about it. We sent one of our researchers over um, with your team. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at the footage. And um, he said, imagine being in this house when uh, Ebola hit and people are dying right here. And I couldn't even imagine the house. I mean, we don't have any concept of poverty. Right. You know, we cry poverty over here. Yeah, so that's not the same. We don't have any concept of that. No. Um, and that's the kind of thing that Samaritan's Purse was. Can you give me the history of Samaritan's Purse? It was uh, started by uh, an evangelist who worked with my father in the early days of their ministry. And he he, um, started Samaritan's Purse in uh, 1970, him. He had uh, three secretaries. Uh, He passed away. Uh, His little small board asked if I would take it over, and the three secretaries quit. So for uh, for a while, it was just me. (laughs) And um, over the years, God has just brought an incredible group of people. How long ago was that? That was in, I took over in 19, uh, I think it was 1980. And so that's been 36 years or whatever. Uh, And we've got uh, a staff now of about um, uh, Samaritan's Purse here in the U.S., about 1,500. And then overseas, it's uh, three or 4,000 people that work for us overseas. Because it is, it's hard to get the, I don't think the average person realizes the reach, the global reach you have and the resources that you have, the good that you do. Well, it's, it, we've got a, a wonderful group of um, partners, you know, Christians that support us financially. Um, we do some government contracts, but we, we're very careful in taking a government contract. We want to make sure that we, as Christians, are not forced to lose our identity. I want everybody that we help, Glenn, to know that God loves them. I want them to know that Jesus Christ died for their sins, that God raised them to, him to life, and that he can come into a person's heart. I want them to know that. I have to tell you. I I almost started this interview with let's get it out because <laughs> I know your father mm-hmm. used to go on Carson sure. and used to say got to say it right away. Um, well, be, that way, it, that way, true. no, I don't miss it. No, but it's true. I, <laughs> I, I want people to know that God loves them and cares for them, and that's who we are. That's our DNA. That's um, and so with government contracts uh, in the early days, they tried to tell us that we couldn't do it. Why? You can't use government money for evangelism. We're not using your money for evangelism. We're using our own money for that. We're using your money to buy the bricks and the mortar and whatever else. But no, we're not using government money for evangelism. God gives us that. So um, at uh, at Samaritan's Purse, the the 
There's some government contracts that we do, but uh, the majority of the income, when I say the majority, I'm talking about 90% or 95% of the income, comes from people who give you $20 or $100 gifts. Uh, There are people that will give you large gifts, but the majority are people that give you you know, the small gifts. And, mm-hmm. and then they say, and we will pray for you. And I'd rather have their prayers than their finances, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Uh, to, have, to have somebody praying for you is huge. So you, I was with you and your dad at your house, right. mm-hmm. your dad's house. How's your dad, by the way? Well, he's okay. Uh, he's 98, so he's just uh, old. He doesn't, he, he just really cannot hear anymore. Uh, can't see. Um, you have to get kind of real close to him for him yeah. to recognize you. But he's, um, but he doesn't have any issues other than he's just 98 years old. I have, I don't think I've ever met anybody more at peace mm-hmm. than your dad. Yeah. Truly remarkable. But we were out, we were out at the house and, uh, uh, one point we were standing in the front lawn, right. just beautiful. And I don't remember who told us, it may have been you about the window where your room oh, was and yeah. your mom, my mom, mm-hmm. crawling, crawling in because you locked your you'd locked yourself in your room. I right? locked the door so she couldn't wake me up to go to school. That's right. That's right. So she crawled across the window and across the roof, and my window was open. She had a cup of water. She slung it in there <laughs> on the bed, and said, "Get up." And then she crawled back. Uh, well, the next day I heard her coming, so I slammed the window shut and locked it. And I remember seeing her out the window, you know, with this, she had to, she was on all fours, but she had this cup of water in her teeth <laughs> and she was, and now she's just stuck. She couldn't get through the window. So that was fun. She, she's a, she, my mother had a huge, uh, sense of humor. She loved to play jokes. Uh, she was fun. She also sounded like the one who ran the house and made sure that you were she, Not only did she run the house, but, um, my mother a very principled person. Yeah. She had very strong convictions. Yeah. And she did not budge. If um, you had a strong opinion, well, my mother backed it up with Scripture. Right. She would back her position, I and mean, she memorized Scripture. I'm talking about chapters and, and chapters and chapters of Scripture she had memorized. So you couldn't argue with her. She said, well, wait a second, the Bible says this, and, and she would quote Scripture. Oh, gee, and then now you'd say something else. Well, she'd quote scripture for that, too. She was tough and a lot of, always had a twinkle in her eye. How, um, everybody I've ever talked to that knew her adores her. Mm-hmm. Um, how, I, and I know you've talked about this in, in your book, you had, uh, you were the rebel of the family. Yeah. Um, and can you take me through your journey a little bit? Your, your. Sure. You know, growing up, uh, Glenn, in a, in a family like uh, the Graham, uh, Billy Graham's family, I think people expected uh, you to to be something that you're not. I mean, we were just normal kids. Yeah. Um, but just because my parents had accepted Christ into their hearts, and just because they were following Him, didn't mean that uh, Franklin Graham was going to do that. And right. I and I just wanted to have fun. I, right. I just wanted to have a good time and. And if that embarrassed my parents, that was tough. I, I was just going to, you know, party and do what I, I could do. And uh, but there was an emptiness. I was 22 years old, Glenn. There was just an emptiness in my life. Um, you could go to parties, you could have fun for a moment, but the next day there was this emptiness. There was something missing in my life, just a, a hollowness in my mm-hmm. in the in my soul, in my spirit. 
And I was just one night, I remember getting on my knees and just said, God, if you can take the pieces of my life, you can have it. I believe Jesus Christ is your son and I've been running from him and I, I haven't wanted anything to do with him. But if you can just take the pieces of my life and put it together and make sense out of it, I surrender tonight and I would like to invite, invite Christ to come into my heart. Well, when I prayed that prayer, um, I meant it. It wasn't uh, just, I'll try it. I, I, I meant it. Um, and so, for and I was 22 and I'm 64 today, so... Uh, he's still putting the pieces of it together. But How old were you when you took over Samaritan's Purse? I was, um, I think, 28, I think. Wow. Yeah. Is that why the three secretaries quit? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> your, um, your sister came down, Ruth came down right. to my house. So kind. Um, we're kind of pen pals every once in a while. And um, I had said something about Growing up, I was concerned about my kids growing right. up in a famous person's house. Sure. And the pressure that they have right. of, because we'll, I'll say to them, you know, we'll be someplace and I'll say, I just want you to know, huh. everybody's going to be watching you. Right. Um, behave yourself. Right. And my kids are kids. They're kids. Yeah. They're kids. They're good kids. Thank you. And, you know, I, I asked her, you know, what... What's the ba- how does the balance? Yeah. You're growing up because preachers' kids usually are right. the most rebellious because yeah. they have that. What's the advice? If well, you, could- you know, we, we lived in a we, my father and mother lived in a, in a rural area, and I went to public school, but it was a little a rural mountain town at right. that time. Now we did not live in a gated community. Right. Uh, we we lived out in the woods. So if you want to take your twenty-two rifle and go in the woods and shoot at squirrels, you could do that and you didn't bother anybody. So it was that rural environment that we grew up in. I think if we had been in a, a setting, maybe in a city where you have people looking over the wall of your house and that kind of stuff, right. it would have been tough. I don't know if we could have done it. But because we didn't, we didn't live in the digital age, and that's a big difference. Uh, and we lived in a rural area, I think uh, that protected us uh, from those people who probably, you know, would have had an influence on us, maybe not in a positive way.